0: Following is a live broadcast of a Lone Star community radio program. Recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. For more information on this show, please visit our show page at IRLoneStar.com slash shows. To sponsor or donate to this program, visit our donate page at IRLoneStar.com slash donate. Or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or give us a call at 936 666 1084. Lone Star Community Radio production and broadcast is possible by folks like you. So sponsor and donate today. Howdy, howdy, everybody. This is Jared Sterrett, and you're listening to KZCC LP
1: 106.1 Conroe and KZCWLP 104.5 in Conroe and worldwide at ourlonestar.com.
2: hello everyone welcome to monday october 19th october is rolling by I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, FM 104.5, 106.1 at Lone Star Community Radio in downtown Conroe. So we have some wonderful guests today. I am sitting here with Ike White. He's going to tell us about Pescador 419, the nonprofit, and uh, in the first segment. And then we're going to close out the show today with Councilman Jody Chakowsky and President Dr. Richard Ludwig of University of St. Thomas. They have a location on the corner of Maine and Davis, so we're going to hear a little bit about them. Uh, This is live streaming on IRLoneStar.com and Facebook Live, Conroe Culture News. The show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic, located by Conroe High School. And if you're a new patient, they give $25 for your first visit, all back to CASA. So help CASA, help kids that are in CPS. So what's going on this week? There's a couple things going on. So uh, both events are on Thursday, and one is the second to the last market days and uh, the concert. We used to call it the first Thursday concert, but it seems to be every Thursday in October (laughs) as we're playing catch-up catch-up as in it was canceled april may june july and august so um it kind of is a catch-up so we had one last week with music from george Strait. this thursday will be uh, Bree brie bagwell and she's a contemporary country artist who is a seven-time texas female vocalist of the year next week october 29th will be a tribute to christina aguilar the queen of tejano so, all free market day starts at 6, the music starts at 7 and goes till 8:30. Alcohol is not permitted inside, but you can purchase alcohol at the little booth of Red Brick Tavern that's inside Heritage Park. This is all at Heritage Park. Again, free admission. So the other thing I just want to make mention to is the new Honor Cafe that honors vets and has a military history museum inside is the host to a big event that's put on by the Conroe Rotary. It's called the Spirits of Spirits fundraiser on October 26th from 6 to 9 p.m. So, if you want more information about that, contact uh, Conroe Rotary or the Honor Cafe. If you haven't been there, go check it out. It's great food. So, with that, uh, I want to introduce Ike White, who's sitting right across from me, and he's going to tell us a little bit about Pescador 419. So, what is it?
3: <laughs> well, first of all, thank you so much, Margie, for allowing me to come in and share and share with the listeners. Um, Pescador. In short is a not-for-profit that I started. That was a platform for people to share their story about their encounters, maybe with their faith and Jesus, um, real simple. I'm wearing a shirt today, a Pescador shirt. We created a brand apparel, uh, a logo that would invite a conversation and people would often say, what is that? You know, especially living in Texas, uh, there's a double meaning between Pescador. It's Spanish for fishermen. So a lot of people (laughs) initially will start saying, so are you a fisherman? Right. Absolutely, I am. Um, In the Bible, Matthew 4.19, Jesus said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. And I've been a believer for nine years. And um, when I was new and wanted to share with something, this new peace and love that I wanted to talk to people about, it could be kind of off-putting, a little bit too much, a little too bold maybe, because you were
2: excited.
3: Um, I was excited. Right. And I had experienced a change, a, a real change in my life and had put a lot of things behind me and became a, a different person. And quite honestly, when I created the Pescador logo and I started wearing Pescador hats initially, it would always invite some kind of conversation with complete strangers. Not so it only, opened the door. Absolutely. It opened the door to a, a fresh conversation. It opened the door to new people and me being able to share my story and because they invited the what does that mean they, they those conversations would last a long time or you and know it was I, a natural flow that it was, way it was very natural and it was very you know allowed people to put their guard down is maybe a good way to say mm-hmm. it versus I think some non-believers think of anything to do with Jesus as oh you're about to hit me with religion. You know, you're about to hit me with something that they either turned away from at a long time ago or maybe they're experiencing in their life at that time. And and what I try to get across to people is it's not about religion. I just talk to them about loving people and loving others and sharing my story. Um, and so
2: you say that uh, you became a believer nine years ago. Um, so you weren't always a believer. That's correct. Do you want to share that story? Sure.
3: sure. Well, I would say I, it's like any of us. We have a we've have a place where we've been and maybe because we were raised, maybe it's in, I was raised in dysfunctional household. Um, there wasn't a lot of going to church, uh, or there wasn't a lot of belief unless my family was going in and out of AA at the time. So our recovery program, I should say, not to badmouth AA, but it seemed like my parents were only going when they were in a 12 step program. Um, so early on in my life, I kind of turned away from, quote unquote, religion, um, I saw a lot of hypocrisy in the way people, believers I knew would act one way on Sundays and then they would act totally different during the week or when they were away from certain people.
2: They didn't walk the
3: talk. Yeah, that's a great way to say it. Um, but I fast forward to now in my life, you know, I'm, I'm married, I have children, uh, I'm very blessed. Um, you know, my, my business life, I, I get to meet a lot of different people in and you've
2: all, changed businesses of recently, haven't you?
3: Yes. I, I own an insurance agency, um, which is is kind of a blessing in disguise because you get to help people in time of need, but you also get to help people before they need something. Like, God forbid, they have an insurance Prevented. claim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And living in this market, we're always aware of hurricanes. We're always aware of weather, uh, possible things that could pop up. Sure. Um, but, you know, with my story of Pescador, it – I wanted a platform and opportunity that would invite this fair, easygoing conversation to share. But more what I'm interested in is like somebody else's story. Like I can tell somebody all day long about my faith and like, this is what happened in my life. And these little benchmarks are obstacles that I overcame through, you know, un- unknowing to me at the time, but I want to hear somebody else's story and how they've shared with someone. So what's really cool, what's happened out of Pescador, is we try to leverage social media just like you would as well um we've created a hashtag pescador 419 that when people will take a picture of themselves or their family or whatever wearing either a shirt or a hat they're they're down enjoying life and you see this hashtag pescador 419 and and it's kind of really cool because now it's kind of become people are texting me hey look i was at the, i was in the line at the bank or i was at the you know whatever fast food drive through and i'm behind a car with a stick or a decal and
2: and you started it you started the conversation
3: well i, I hate to take credit for it I, I think i followed through on uh i think the holy spirit really showed me pescador you know what i mean and i i think i'm trying to carry out that in, mm-hmm. in whatever way i can in whatever way my platform is um, we're doing a real big push right now with people and t- having conversations with people that are in the know, just like we were just a few moments ago here. Um, I, I really want to reach more people and I want to maybe create a podcast. I want to create a post podcast where we will have people tell their story and really like a long form conversation. It's very difficult in a half hour or 15 minutes to, to tell someone your story about how you came to Christ or what Christ has done in your life. But I think the platform, we're in, a, we're in a different day and age right now, like especially I think it's post-COVID or in COVID I should say, there's a lot more people willing to sit down and have a conversation versus just feed me information like on a, like a television show or a movie. Um, and I would love to have a podcast to where each, each time that we broadcast or we posted a new story, there's someone from all over the country or all over the world. Um, the other part of Pescador that we've been able to do is we raise money for missionaries. So if we partner with an organization or a missionary that like, for example, we recently did one in Kenya where Anthony and Chandra Coleman, they, we designed a shirt with our PescaGore logo on it. And then on the back it has a beautiful lion head and it says Kenya. Well, all the proceeds from those shirts that are ordered, were able to donate to that missionary. Um, it, it's one of those things to where a lot of people have disposable income and they have, things that they champion and they want to give to we just want to be able to partner with people because there again when someone here in say montgomery county is wearing a shirt with the kenya lying on the back it they're being able to tell a story not so much the pescador story but they're telling the story of these people that they're supporting in kenya and then that's a whole nother thing well why do anthony and chandra live there well they're supporting these orphans that live in kenya into abba's arms and it's like Everyone's got this powerful story. It's
2: conversation starters. Absolutely. To keep it going.
3: Absolutely. And in, in the, in the common thread through all of it is giving glory to Jesus. I mean, it's not, it's not about religion. It's not about do this, don't do that. It's about just loving people and telling the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Scripture, it talks about sharing until all ears have heard. And I just think about I'm not capable or <laughs> willing to go live in a foreign country that's never heard the gospel at this point in my life but there's somebody that is, and if we can financially support that person, then I feel like we're living out the promises there.
2: Very cool. So Mm. tell me about your organization um, a little bit more. So you founded it, and I'm assuming your wife is involved as well. Are your kids involved? How old are your kids?
3: So, yes. Uh, we have six children, and we have one daughter. You have six children. Yes, we have. Okay. Yes, we have. We have a blended family, and that's a whole nother okay, story. We okay. could do a whole show on that.
2: All right. Uh, you know, we've been
3: blessed there, and um, you know, I, I look at a lot of the things that Pescador has done in my life, and the platform it's given me. We have four children that have gone on missions um, that we've been able to financially support through selling apparel, branded apparel. Uh, my wife has her own business. Uh, she does. She sells branded clothing and uh, screen printing and embroidery. So she's obviously a great resource for me.
2: I think I knew that. Yeah. <laughs>
3: so cool. she, she's, been, uh, she's been very supportive. And I think a lot of it is telling the story that we didn't really know what we were doing. We had never started a not-for-profit organization. So we've, we've learned along the way. And, you know, our, our reach is getting bigger, um, not That's only cool. locally, but, you know, geographically through our kids. We have kids. Uh, one of my daughters is at college right now at A&M. Uh, we have two sons in the navy, and then we have a son that graduated from A and M. So, wow, I mean, it's very diverse. Everyone is All in a, like a different place and a different yeah. footprint right now. And then we have two young ones; like we have one in high school as a sophomore, and then one as an eighth grader. So, we're busy. You are busy, <laughs> yes, but it's it's a different kind of busy. It's a good busy.
2: Mm-hmm. That, that's cool. So, uh, I assume then you have a board of directors. Yes, ma'am. And other people um, outside family that's involved. Yes, ma'am. In we, your organization yes
3: we've we have um, three gentlemen other than myself that are on the board of directors and uh, they've been great they've been supportive Um, I, I tried to find men that were not only godly men but living in their family what they believe in and they've been supportive along me I sort of I sort of cast the vision of what I kind of felt like God was leading me and how I wanted to pursue um, and then they've been there. If I need them, I can call them or text them and get encouragement or bounce an idea off them. Just support. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, one thing that we really want to do next year is um, maybe have a golf outing. You huh. know, this year it was kind of weird because of COVID-type situations. Not a good year to start. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of thought it would be better to press pause, um, mm-hmm. and we're actually meeting in a couple of weeks where we will discuss kind of the vision of the next year or two. Uh, there again, that podcast studio idea, um, things are kind of expensive, <laughs> as yeah, you know, and yeah. the equipment can be expensive. So we, wanna, we don't want to waste money. We want to be a good steward. The other side of that is if someone donates to us and we buy apparel or we buy hats and, and all of a sudden it, we go to sell it and we don't sell it, we just sit on inventory. You know, We're not like Macy's or Nike or something where you can just sit on inventory for months and months and months. We, we want to put the money out as soon as possible. So we come up with hats seasonally, and mm-hmm. then we'll do a run of hats or caps. With our logo on them and then once we sell them then we'll either reorder something that's popular or we'll just
2: reinvent specifically
3: going go to a missionary yeah. like we did one recently mm-hmm. with uh, michael wells he is with an organization called grim Jim, greater european mission and um, his his logo's on the side and the pescador logo's on the front but it's just a new way to to meet people it's a new way to get the conversation started not only about pescador but his organization. When people see him, they're like, what is Jim? He gets to tell them another story. And and quite honestly, that's what it's all about to me. It's I want to be able to empower people to be bold in their faith, but not like in a self-righteous way. You know what I mean? Like some people can share more their story. Or a storytelling exactly, way. Exactly. Yes. I mean I, I love, I think early on and still to this day, when I read the Bible and I read scriptures of how Jesus taught in parables, I learned so much more. Mm-hmm than someone who's got years and years of theology and maybe seminary degree and religion to where they're going to teach me that lesson. I, some of us just learn differently.
2: Well, I know that we took it upon ourselves at the church. I attend to read the entire Bible okay, this great, summer. Great. <laughs> and I felt, you know, we had a little bookmarker that told us where we needed to read that day and that day. I'm like, oh gosh, I got behind. So now, but every time you read it, if you don't put it to what your life is, you don't remember it. Sure. So, how does this pertain to me? How does this affect my life? And I think that that's what I hear you saying—that you don't want somebody educated to tell you. You want to read it and let it simmer, so to speak. Yeah. Or, um, or like through you, said,
3: you, and like walking the talk, I guess is you yeah. Know, like you were right. saying earlier, and I think um, me myself, you know, fruit of the spirit is a big deal you know, having peace, patience, love, kind of self-control, those are are big monumental changes for some people. And if I can have an interaction with my spouse or with a child or with a person in a business environment where I'm in line returning something and they're not listening to me and I'm not getting my way, so to speak, you know, air quotes is that, am I really living out the self-control? Am I really living out being loving to a neighbor, and, and some of those things really. Well, we're
2: not infallible, right? No,
3: exactly. And, and so we're not. So you and we're can't all beat flesh.
2: yourself up. So I mean. Yeah, and and, <laughs>
3: and I don't want to get that confused. I'm not saying people should beat themselves up. I'm just saying I want to represent a bigger story at a long time. Like on my vehicle, I have a a vanity plate if you will that says pescador because it's a reminder to me that probably m- my biggest downfall or the biggest obstacle that I get tripped up in a lot is traffic. And luckily living in this uh, community, there's not as much traffic as there used to be when I would drive into Houston. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. But yes. <laughs> I still, I still have to be, be on guard because that is an easy way to slip up, you know?
2: I see. <laughs> yes.
3: in 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 some ways that's it doesn't have to just be traffic it could be anything silly like i i love my kids and i will joke around about they know i'm a sucker i'll take them to chick-fil-a for dinner almost any time that they want to go because the customer service is outstanding the drive-through line at chick-fil-a is second to none Uh, but ever since I've learned, you know, you can order ahead. I mean, it's a game changer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to, I don't have to interact with people. I don't have to be uh, messed up. No, I'm just, I'm I'm having some fun with that and I'm being honest and transparent that sometimes interaction with someone when, when you're not in the mood, like you could have had an argument with your spouse. And now you, that, that's the worst. Like when you had an argument with your spouse on the way to church, and then you're, you're walking in the door and everyone's greeting at it, you and, and, hey, how are you? And it's like, oh, yeah, we're so good, we're so good. You know? And then you go sit but down. But that's
2: life, you yeah, know? I yeah, mean, right. shoot, we just transitioned through moving and I'm just like, just stop. Just go stress out over there. I'm going to be over here yeah. putting my stuff where I want it, not the kitchen set up how you want it. <laughs> Who doesn't cook? Hello? Yeah, so, no, that's good. well, you, have you know, huh? Yeah, compromise. It's compromise, right? And and you learn when you're upset or when she's upset, what the triggers are and where you need to go and how you need to handle it. You don't need to sit yeah. there and argue about it. You go for a walk or just let them calm down. Mm-hmm. And, but, and, and that's just through life. But having the, um, the faith behind you, you know that you always got something else to fall back Absolutely. on, right? Yeah. So that's kind of the way I see it.
3: Uh, I, I look at it as, you know, these opportunities that we have to practice it for real. But, I mean, we're real people, I mean, I think uh, I worship and serve, where our pastor often will talk about, you know, we're full of broken people. I mean, we're not, like you said, you know, we're, we are fallible. I mean, there's things that happen in life if you're not real about it and you're not prepared for those trials, if you're not prepared for those real obstacles, you know, well, what are Well, that's what to life is about.
2: You know, we hit upon challenges all the time. And I just thought, thought about this, you know, um, we're talking about faith here, but we're also talking to faith in the next segment, too, because it's a faith-based college that's coming to downtown. And I don't know why I didn't figure that out, probably because I've had too much going on. <laughs> but it, it's in your face. Faith is very important. Uh, I think that if you don't have – my opinion is that if you don't have faith, you, what's going on?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: What what happens after this? Is this it?
3: <laughs> well and, and I think some people will think about a legacy or they'll think about something that they're trying to put, you know, behind them on stone in monuments. And and I just think about me personally, like with my children. Um, I know that there is a a period of time when I will leave this earth and I just think about like I wanna make sure that my children I've taught them everything that I can that's gonna help them and help the next generation, help the next generation um, you know, with my wife, I mean, I'm very blessed. Um, you know, I was married before and had a divorce and, um, but I'm a different person now, you know? So it's like, I feel like God has been in my life like a lot longer than I realized. And, you know, and you look back and sometimes the people will talk about a tapestry. you like, you can see this whole storyline. And I just think about like, for me, one of those monumental things was being marrying my wife that I have and um, becoming a stepfather and growing in relationship with them and at a, at a time that not only did they need someone that was a positive role model or a father I needed, you know, I needed sure. someone to teach me. And, and I just think about like, yeah, if I just went through life, just trying to make a bunch of money and gain a bunch of toys, like I love being on the lake. If I just had like three or four boats and a jet <laughs> ski and well, not a jet ski cause I hate those, but, but you know what I mean? Like right. if I right. were just acquiring things, but not giving back or, Sharing someone to get to their potential, I think I would have lived a pretty shallow existence. I would have mm-hmm. lived a pretty shallow just. What would
2: have made you a different person, right? And your relationships would all be different.
3: Oh, absolutely, you absolutely. Know? No, and that's what I think about like in our community. There's so many people willing to help. Like I mean, you offering to allow me to share my small Pescador story. I have no idea who all will hear this message. And I have n- no idea if someone will want to donate to our cause to help us, you know, reach those lost But if, you don't,
2: if you don't talk about it, nobody will know. Yeah,
3: absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think God absolutely. has blessed me with, I have zero fear to talk to someone new. I have zero fear to share my story and be very vulnerable with someone. Um, mm-hmm. But I could see people that are not as comfortable in my shoes or is comfortable talking like me. They still have a great story, and I want to create an environment mm-hmm. and a platform for them to do that as well, mm-hmm. in a very safe way. Because um, I think our testimony is extremely powerful, and some, in some. People will often think, well, I've not lived through this or I've not lived through that. And it's like, well, but you've lived through a lot. You have so much Everybody has a story.
2: Every single person has a story that made them who they are. And it doesn't just end there. The the chapters continue all the time because you're learning and growing. And as you meet somebody new today, tomorrow, whatever, they help change your story, too, and your chapters. So uh, that's... It's evolving. It's always evolving is the Mm -hmm. way I see it. You know, I'm probably a different person than I was when I started this radio show (laughs) a while back, 2016. Um, Hopefully I'm better. I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. But um, I I think it's great. Pescador.org is your website that someone can reach out to you. And you also have your Facebook page that it looks like you share stories yeah, on often. that and um
3: yeah we're we're active on social media primarily facebook and instagram and uh, we do have a website, uh, more of a, it's it's a way to, it's a gateway to our shop. You know, we don't have a retail store, and often people ask, well, how do I buy a hat? How do I buy a shirt? Mm-hmm. And they would go to our website, pescador.org, and they would click on the shop button. Right. And it would take them, and, you know, three days later, we'll ship it to you. But <laughs> They can always easy. reach out to you, too, Absolutely. because that
2: Absolutely. information is there, and mm-hmm. it's on your Facebook page, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you're very easy- to uh, reach or tag or whatever. And I know you'll see it if they want to be involved and hear more about it.
3: Yeah. No, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Do You
2: have anything else you want to add?
3: No, you know, I think about everyone's in a different season and and I think that, you know, the people that are, you know, suffering right now or feeling alone or isolated, I, I just wish that there was more people willing to ask for help and i and i feel like th- that's on my heart i feel really led to talk about like there's somebody that needs to talk somebody and i and i feel like they don't have to be alone you know what i mean like they don't have to feel like they're in this all alone there's a lot of great churches around here and a lot of places to worship in this mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. Uh, whether it be downtown or in the you know further out in the rural areas uh I, I just think it starts with people just taking that initiative to go and they might just need someone to go with them
2: very good well i loved hearing your story and Actually seeing you again. Yes, I don't man. even remember where I met you.
3: Lions Club, I believe. Was it Lions? Yeah.
2: Was it before Lions? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I know you reached out to me before about Conroe High School yeah, football yeah. boosters, something. Yeah, we've tried to be but active. <laughs>
3: as you can imagine, family our size. We've been very active in just about anything from baseball to cheer Well, to that's swim. what you do
2: yeah. as a parent. Yeah, that's right. I've it's done it's that it's too. It. I have four kids, but mm-hmm. they're all in their 30s now. Okay. Thank well, and it's all giving <laughs> back in a different way, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's pescador.org. Um, you know, it has the if you see the fish hook emblem logo anywhere, ask them why they're wearing it or what their story is. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and because there's always a story and i appreciate you Ike coming on the show today thank you. and uh, if you missed any part of this uh, it will be also posted again on facebook conroe culture news and it's also available on youtube and again the link will be posted on the radio show here radio station irlonestar.com okay well thank you very much Thanks. and we're going to take a quick break here and come back to the second half of our show Does your company have needs that can be met by an employee who is dependable, hardworking, enthusiastic, motivated, cooperative, respectful, and punctual? Conroe Independent School District Special Education Department can meet your needs by connecting you with potential employees that have been preparing for a lifetime of employment. We have numerous individuals seeking paid and unpaid work experiences. If your company is interested in seeing how we can meet your business needs, call Conroe ISD Special Education Department to find the best employees for you at 936
3: 936-
0: or call the station message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Second Saturday Divorce Workshop provides unbiased information to help you understand your options and move forward with your life. This Divorce Workshop is for you if you are contemplating divorce, in the process of divorce, already filed for divorce, or post-divorce. You will explore the emotional, legal, and financial aspects of divorce from professionals who have guided others through divorce. For more information on this divorce workshop, contact SecondSaturdayWoodlands.com or call 832
2: 375 0900. Hello, uh, this is Margie Taylor, and I just wanted to tell you that this second half was pre recorded. It's going to close out our show today, and it's with Councilman Jody Chakowsky. And uh, the president of University of St. Thomas, Dr. Richard Ludwig. It was, a, it was a good conversation all about bringing the University of St. Thomas here to downtown Conroe and all their programs and how you can have access. So uh, I appreciate y'all listening. And again, this is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic. I'm Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, and we are doing a special segment today that is pre-recorded because I have sitting with me Councilman Jody Chakowski, hey. City of Conroe, and the President of University of St. Thomas, Dr. Richard Ludwig, and so we want to talk about St. Thomas, University of St. Thomas coming to downtown Conroe. That's very exciting. Right? Hey, Margie, absolutely.
4: Thank you for having us today.
2: Absolutely. So. University of St. Thomas, you're based out of downtown Houston, is that correct?
1: We're in, our, our home campus is in Montrose, downtown Houston. That's okay. That's right. So okay. it, first of all, it's, it's great to be with you, Margie. We're sure. so excited to have this conversation and to tell you all about the excitement that we have for coming up to Montgomery County and Conroe in particular.
2: So why Conroe? Why downtown Conroe? Maybe Jody can help me with that. <laughs>
4: You know, I- interesting story. Um, when uh, when I got on council a couple years ago, just started evaluating Conroe and the strengths and weaknesses we had uh, as a community. And uh, we were m- really missing a, a four-year university, an Ivy League-type institution like the University of St. Thomas. We've got a wonderful re- relationship with Lone Star College. You know, as you know, Sam Houston State is in our in our backyard and, and the new medical mm-hmm. school here. And uh, just started looking around at, at East Conroe, and uh, our Population, our kids at Conroe High School, which is what Conroe looks like, is about 50 percent of our kids are uh, economically at risk and disadvantaged. So we wanted to find a good Christian university, a Catholic university, to come to the area that's interested in uh, building future leaders, uh, not not for profit. And uh, I reached out and called uh, Dr. Ludwig here, and uh, okay, he accept- and so did you
2: already have a relationship? Not at all. I, oh,
4: okay. I cold called him. Old fa- you'll, <laughs> wow. you'll appreciate that. old-fashioned yeah, cold that.
2: call. <laughs> <laughs> I like the warm calls.
4: <laughs> it was about as cold, but it got real warm, warm but real now quick. It's
2: warm, it's right? Warm. No, it's, today, it's hot. hot. <laughs> it's hot. And, and
1: you know that was that was serendipity because I did get a cold call. And um, I was a little skeptical, right? Someone says, hey, check out our town. What do you think about this? And, and the university was at that time in the, the midst of a planning process that we call the call toward tomorrow. So what was the university going to look like and feel like, and how are we going to live out our values? And um, as we did our due diligence around what Conroe and Montgomery County and has to offer its citizens and and what the ecosystem of education here is and the economy, we felt like this was a really great match for us because there are already good public universities in the area. We're certainly already um, good friends with and we partner with Lone Star College, so it was a natural fit for us because one of the things that we know about American higher education is that the different kinds of higher education make that system great. It's the best in the world. And the reason is we have strong public and private partnerships in higher education. And so we have the opportunity to come in to really, we think, add to the community, but, and that's the really important but, we don't wanna dictate to this community what it needs. Our goal is to form a real partnership, a relationship with the students, the, their parents, the, the people who are retooling for new jobs, new work, and the, the economy up here to make sure that we get it right. So we're gonna listen, we're gonna be partners. You're gonna immerse yourself in it.
2: You're not it's not a takeover. No, no, not at all. (laughs) It's
1: it's it's you know, we we're just becoming part of the family. Sure. And so that's our goal to move in and to do that and and to bring with that the richness of our intellectual tradition, the richness of our faith tradition, and to really honor that dignity of each human person where they are and where they wanna go and enter into a dialogue, an accompaniment, an encounter that lets us mm-hmm. live out those values together.
2: So it's a Catholic university. It and is. And do you need to be faith-based to be a part of it? I mean, that's a question somebody would ask. I well, think.
1: sure. A lot of people have that question. And, and the answer is no, right? We, we serve the communities we're in, and, and the communities we're in is really everywhere because we're online, right? So it goes everywhere around the world. But the important part about this being a Catholic university, a Christian university, is that Christian love pervades everything that we do. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, we want to serve everybody, right? So that's, the, that's our primary goal. And it's more important for our students and for those who encounter the university that we are a Catholic university, necessarily, than for us. And let me explain that, because because we feel like it is our evangelical mission to go out and serve people, not to convert them to Catholicism, to be a proselytizer, but to share with them the love that we feel that comes to us from God. And that's an important attribute that we feel like the fullness of learning comes when you can fully be yourself. And so for us, Full of being ourselves means that we recognize there is a spiritual aspect to who we are and that the love of God, as I said, permeates everything that we do. So for us, to leave that out of the learning equation makes it kind of an empty experience. So we want to share that fullness of the experience with everybody. That's a
2: great explanation. I love that, because that's really what community is as well. It's being a part of something bigger than yourselves, but taking people from all different... Opinions, yeah. attitudes, whatever, um, in the name of God, doing the right thing, yeah. right?
1: Exactly. And community, you mentioned that mm-hmm. is one of the university's four values, right? So uh, we have goodness, discipline, knowledge, and community. So most people get goodness, right? They figure that out. Discipline. They look at me like, "What do
4: you what mean? mean? <laughs> what
1: do you mean?" Discipline is simply this: it is understanding that we have certain habits of heart mind, and spirit, and body. And and helping ourselves develop those habits in a very positive and healthy way is important. It's Mm -hmm. just like if you're to play, I don't know if you play golf, but if you play golf and you get out there for the first time and you swing and you're like, oh, this is hard, right? With practice, with discipline. You learn to do it better, become more proficient. It's the same way with learning and anything that we do. And then the other one is knowledge. And that sort of speaks for itself in the university setting. But the kind of knowledge that we're talking about integrates not only those skills for the job market, but the skills for the life market. Like who are you going to be now, mm-hmm. 40 years from now? And really, we think you got to start planning for eternity too. And because of that, we take the really long view of how we engage with our our students and the community, and it's so not we necessarily say
2: necessarily the here and now. It's a yeah, broader perspective. Yeah,
1: we say once a Celt, always a Celt. Our Celts are our, our team names for I the athletic. I did see that. that yes, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. So this is just online. The school, the school is just online. It's not a physical go to classes kind no, of thing. No, it's 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 everything. It right. Oh, it's okay. So
1: the University of Saint Thomas, up until recently, was mostly a a ground-based institution right you go to the the of Montrose down in Houston Mm -hmm. and that was fine Mm -hmm. Um, we did have online programs mostly in our School of Education and Human Services and those were very popular when we looked at the Conroe market what we wanted to do was to make sure that we didn't have an infrastructure uh, that was an imposition on this community and so We will be opening with some of our online classes, but the important piece of our commitment to Conroe is the Max Center, the UST Max Center, and it's right here on Main Street. And what does that mean? Uh, It is is a center where we want the community to come in to get to know us so that we can get to know you. It also will have a state-of-the-art classroom so that you can go to class there. You can have meetings there. It really provides a venue for us to, to launch what we think will be a very, very long relationship. And so, yes, we will have on-ground classes. We will have many online classes. And we will have one of the things that we we do a lot of now is what we call high flex, where you, as a student, can choose what you want to do and when you want to do it. So... If you want to go to the classroom and sit in the, the, the desk with a professor there... You can go do that. If in the same class you decide, well, I don't want to do that today. I want to stay home and, and look in from on Zoom or, or,
2: or it's raining Blackboard outside or whatever. Or, yeah. Okay. <laughs> or, or you
1: or you have a job that you work yep. to and it's just too much for you to get there, you can do it online. Hmm. We will have synchronous, which means at the same time everybody's at the class at the same time, or asynchronous, which means you can do it kind of on your own time. Hmm. So those are the opportunities we want to give people because we know that Going to college today isn't like people conceived of it 50 years ago. Right? Right? So we want in my day. Yeah, well, in <laughs> my day, right? <laughs> so we want to match that to what is needed and that's why ours is a proposition for our students and for the community to find a future with us rather than for us just coming in and saying, "Well, this is what it is and you have to take it."
2: So you are going to be located on South Dallas, just straight down the street here about two blocks or so correct? no it's
4: a three three six south main which is the uh, uh Maine. Or, excuse me north yes. main which is main right. and main right I said across Dallas, from the but courthouse. it's main yes, yes. Yeah. main okay. and main of conroe texas right
2: and how how big a building is it i mean how many square feet the area you're going to occupy so
1: the, the square footage that we have there is right on the corner right mm-hmm. and it's about what is it four thousand square feet maybe? yes sir Right.
2: That's pretty good.
1: Yeah. So it, it provides us with a, a sort of a, a front door onto the, the It's a
2: contemporary look. too. Oh,
1: it's a very contemporary. It looks good. Look. And Jody. that's that, Yeah, that's our UST MAC Center. And, and it's designed to to bring the best of, of both worlds. You know, the Catholic intellectual tradition is something that has been around for 2000 years. And we bring all of that history and tradition with all of its incremental innovations over those two millennia to the future because we know that education is really about bringing the past and making it relevant for today and tomorrow. And so we felt mm-hmm. like the design aesthetic that you're reacting to is one that does that. It mm-hmm. gets people to know that hey, this is kind of cool, this is a place that is kind of modern, but yet when you peel the the curtain back, you see that richness of the tradition that bolsters it. Hmm. So it is it is the the coming together of the past and the present and why with the you future. Did it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay, so when does it start? When does school start? <laughs>
1: when does school start? Well, we have students from Conroe already at the University of really? St. Thomas, clearly. Okay. Yeah. But for us, the ribbon cutting for the UST MAC Center will be October 20th.
2: Well, that's coming up. It is,
1: and, and uh, we're very excited. We've got a, a whole bunch of activities planned for that. So we invite everybody to come on out to visit with us. Lenny the Lion, who's our mascot, is going <laughs> to be here. Um, we're going to have just a lot of surprises for people and really a, a way to say thanks for welcome, welcoming us into your hometown on, co- on Courthouse Square, and it's going to be a fun time for us, and it's the beginning of a great relationship. We know that. And, you know, we already feel like we're part of the community because, what was it, a year, a little over a year ago or more, um, rest his soul, Mayor Toby, you know, welcomed us out at Dyson Technology no, Park, yeah, and yeah. we made that announcement. And it was a, it was a really exciting time. And, and then we didn't have as many of the answers as we do now. And as we go forward, we, we've kind of had a pace that feels good for the community, and, and we think for the university, too.
2: Well, very good. So the classes you offer, there's a wide variety, and I think we kind of touched on this, but you have all kinds of uh, programs. You have certification programs. You have graduate programs. You have a a wide variety of pre-med classes, even. We do. And it's quite cumulative. Um, You know, there's so many things that you can do. So what makes your your uh, university uh, Mm -hmm. different from, say, Sam Houston?
1: Well, one of the things is the size, right? No, yeah. S- Sam is a great size. I have a lot of friends who are alumni of that fine institution. Um, but, you know, the experience that a student gets at the University of St. Thomas is a St. Thomas experience. And we define that as one of those e- encounters that is very personal you're going to know your faculty member right. in a very personal way It's a smaller you place. can't hide right yeah. so if, if you're interested in hiding a it's parents not delight a, not a good place to go <laughs> yeah. um, but but it's one of those places that and i'll harken back to a little bit of earlier in our conversation when you ask what's the difference mm-hmm. sam houston state university is a large regional public university and it's it's great in that role ours is an independent private Catholic university based on Christian love. And, and it's that dialogue that we find between faith and reason that leads to a revelation of the truth. So, we're going to teach the things that you mentioned, like pre med. So, you know, get into medical school. We have a great reputation for doing that. Our nurses are fabulous. They're snatched up like you can't believe how fast, right? Our teachers, you know, I, I go down the list. We have a new engineering program that's underway that's just been terrific for us. But, but you have
2: all different kinds of disciples that people can get involved in, right. just like any other place. Right. We,
1: we, we think that, that we are all given certain gifts. And each one of your listeners, and you know this, right? There's some things in your life that just say, wow, I love that. That's my thing, right? And what we want to do is help people determine that they can use that gift in their everyday life so that work is more about loving what they do than doing what they have to absolutely right? so so absolutely. that's <laughs> the, that's the goal and and really one of the differences is that we want to nurture that particular piece and and the dialogue between faith and reason is one of the ways that we do that and, and in fact some of our friends in the in in the public universities Don't have the same opportunities to delve into those questions because of things like separation of church and state and the other things. And that's why this ecosystem of different kinds of of education is so important for our communities.
2: I love that. So, uh, Jody talked about having this university there to also help with some of the um, vulnerable populations because you were saying, I believe you said, like fifty percent of the kids at Conroe High School are. Um,
4: yeah, you know, you, you study economically
2: in- disadvantaged. Absolutely. So, how would that connect with University of Saint Thomas? Are you going to be offering different scholarships or things that will be targeted towards that group in particular?
1: So, yes, um, I'm so glad that you mentioned that, and, and Jody and I have had these conversations from early on. You know, affordability, cost, access, those questions for higher education are everywhere in the media because they're on people's minds. Can mm-hmm. I afford to go to college? The answer is you really can't afford not to go. Mm-hmm. But how do, you, how do you get over that, that hurdle? Um, for us, our sticker price for the Montrose campus is, is something that we do not intend to migrate to Conroe. What we want to do is have a different business model for Conroe that allows people even more access. So some things that we have done recently <coughs> is um, we have launched associate's degree programs. And, and we did that at a price point that is competitive with any of the community colleges, hmm. right? So We've taken cost out of the decision matrix for families. They get to decide what they want to study and where they want to do it, not based on money, but based on where they want to do it and what they want well, to study. Well,
2: the value they're going to get right. and, that they're passionate so, about. So for
1: us, that's a really important piece of that. You know, at even though, and, you know, I, I, I kind of smile when Jody said an Ivy League education um, we think we're better than the Ivy Leagues in many ways. <laughs> but, um,
2: you know, I didn't go to an Ivy League school. <laughs> Me neither. Well, I did. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, you know, one of the things that we want to do is make that affordable because we are a Christian institution, and we don't think money should rule the day. We think that, that you as a human person have innate dignity, and we want to honor that. So we want to make sure that it is available to you. So what we've done is said, okay, we want to price these things at a point where we got to stay competitive in the marketplace, but then that's where the scholarshipping comes in. So whatever sticker price you see on anything at the University of St. Thomas, we want you to talk to us about it because it's more about what you could reasonably afford, but really it's more about what you want to do in the world and where you want to go and that's the big piece for us so i'm not hiding the ball it's something that i think as we bring our programs to conroe you're going to see price points and ways of affording this education that's going to surprise everyone and and to just just tell you how the marketplace is responding to that that access that we're giving people when we offered our associates degrees Initially, we had, I think, 500 students apply within the first two weeks. Wow. Okay. So we know that that works. Mm -hmm. It's great. And the other interesting thing was 30% of those students already had bachelor's degrees. Okay, So we, we know people are in the marketplace. They want to retool. They mm-hmm. want to do the other things that, mm-hmm. that, that shift with the economy. So we're responsive to that. We want to support families. We want to support extended families. You know, our students at the University of St. Thomas, 40% of them come from households with incomes of less than $40,000 a year. I'll say That's that again. Low, yeah. 40% less than $40,000 a year. Yeah. And, and when it comes to diversity, our entering classes are only about 15% Anglo at the Montrose campus for the undergraduate populations. So we are a premier choice for diversity, for access, and for affordability at our university generally. And so I think it's only going to be a more aggressive approach in making it affordable for the population here in Montgomery mm-hmm. County and in Condo it Sounds like it's a good fit.
2: So, since your grand opening, your ribbon cutting is October twentieth. That yes. means that you're in, right? That you're like physically in the building.
1: That or, is our anticipation. Okay, yes. so that's going to happen.
2: Okay, <laughs> so bu- I mean, it's good to have goals. Ready? It's good to have goals because sure. you can't. You're not. You don't know where you're going unless you have a goal, right? right? So, and tell me, how are you going to immerse yourself in the community? What are you going to connect? Because it's very important. I believe to um not just have a building but be sure. part of the community, yeah. you know because that's where you get those relationships right it is you know whether to it's going to the Conroe chamber and saying, Hey, hello, we're here mm-hmm. or um whatever getting involved in the catfish festival i don't know something well, that's in your face yeah i know you're not going to do that no well, no it's, i'm gonna it's here tomorrow here so <laughs> i mean i don't know <laughs> tomorrow they're setting tomorrow, up now i, I just it. saw the big yellow purple and green balloons go past us here <laughs> so not that per se but i mean i would imagine that you're going to get involved in things i mean the downtown area is its own its own thing it's called the conroe downtown area association as sure. you know And they put on the Christmas on Main, which could be a big thing that you were part of. Mm -hmm. Um, Just to name one, there's different ways that I think people can hear more about you and where you step outside the doors and say, hey, we are here. We've arrived and would also be a two way benefit for not only uh, University of St. Thomas, but Mm -hmm. the community to to get to to know you more.
1: So you are singing right out of our hymnal okay (laughs) because we we were very intentional about wanting to be in downtown conroe right we looked around a lot of different places and unique and and that's why we chose to put our ust max center right there on main street because and and we have um dedicated staff who are in there already okay so we are we're making that personnel commitment so that when people want to stop by there's somebody there it's not just a video monitor right it, it, it's real live people and so our goal and i've Good. already been kind enough the lions club had me to talk to them but those kinds of ways of getting to know the community is what we really like and to do and that's exactly what i'm talking about. and we're about. so excited yes. about doing that Good. so so our goal is to be part of this community and to just show up wherever whenever we can well, so and you're showing up yeah. at the
2: better part of 2020 <laughs> <laughs> well, the latter is the better part right jody Amen. yeah
1: <laughs> so we're excited about that and to work with the churches in the area um, especially sacred heart of course but with all communities of faith because um, one of the one of the opportunities that we have is to share the richness of our center for faith and culture which is strong in interfaith dialogue so that we bring our other Christian brothers and sisters mm-hmm. together, and for those who are not of the Christian tradition, we also honor that as well. And so, we want to be in dialogue with all of those communities. We want to del- dive right in and be part of the part of the Conroe community.
2: So the the main thing here that we're talking about it's whatever you need. Let, let's talk about it. Uh-huh. You know, we have the online, we have the in person classes, we have uh, a large amount of diverse classes you can take at all different levels, whether it's the graduate level or the beginning level or right. whatever, and to make it work for you, the individual. Mm-hmm. I like to call it tailorized, but That's just right. throwing that out there.
4: <laughs> Mar- Margie, if you if you think about this, they're, you know opening downtown Conroe, you know, within the next few years there's, there's numerous programs that are offered. A lot of these kids will take half the courses online and then half of them either here or in Montrose. But with downtown Conroe, you're going to be able to basically walk from your home uh, get on public transportation yeah. connected to Metro right. and whether you go to school here or take the bus to uh, inner city for a, a class one day, uh, you'll be able to basically live, work and play in that same area. And you don't have to have a car. Uh, a lot of these programs are, you know, $1,200 $1, a month. And with the scholarships through the endowment, you know, we can get that number down to 500, 600, 600 bucks a month to get, uh, as Dr. Ludwig said, better than an Ivy league type education.
2: No, I, I love it. I think yeah. it's great.
1: So we are so excited to be here in Good. Conroe. And, you know, the people have been just dreams to work with.
2: They're genuine. They
1: are. You know, I, my wife and I are up here. We're walking around. We're going to the bakery and the different shops on <laughs> downtown. And it's just like, you know, we're from a, a relatively small town in Indiana, my wife and I. And it's like being home again, right? We know this community, even though we're kind of new to it, because it feels so much like home.
2: Well, downtown Conroe is very unique. I mean, of course, it has the history of over 100 years old and the burnings and the fires and all that. And these buildings have been there, and some of them look like they've been there a long time. Mm-hmm. But it's different from any other community in Montgomery County, it, it's not the woodlands. It's not Magnolia. It's not East County. It has its own persona. Mm -hmm. And uh, the more you're out here, the more you get to know the people of downtown Conroe. And I love it. I think it's wonderful. So,
4: what do they say? We got a real Main Street, a real downtown square. That's right. A real mayor, a real courthouse. That's right. Hometown. (laughs)
2: Well, and people are approachable, yeah, I mean. right? Yeah, I mean, and you can go to city council meetings and, and listen to what's going on in your community. You can get up there and talk. I'm sure you can do that at other places, but you probably know the people on city council. They're not just figureheads. They're, they're mm-hmm. out in the community. Yeah. So um, your website also, if somebody wanted to go back and refer... S T T H O M dot edu. That's
1: right, Saint st.thom.edu. s t t h o m . e d u dot dot edu. Or you
2: can just Google Saint Thomas. Or you can Google Saint, Saint, Saint Thomas, Thomas and find it and get there easy. Oh, Saint Thomas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Do you have a Facebook page too?
1: Uh, we do have Facebook, Twitter. I don't know those Instagram. addresses, but you can find you them can there. Find Instagram. Em. Yeah, we're we're okay. pretty involved with the social media. Because we want to reach all audiences. Correct. And, and that's um, what you got to do. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we have uh, we have really good people. So uh, when you contact us, you're going to get in touch with real people. And, and we, we like it real.
2: Okay anything you want to add councilman no i'm I'm just extreme
4: extremely excited about the the partnership and um i think they they plan to you know continue to expand downtown conroe uh, when we, we originally talked we were we were looking at the tech park and that was the recruitment right. hey we've got this beautiful park up here it's vacant. Yeah, is vacant come help better. us out and he just fell in love with downtown this is and better he's, yeah. he's he's you know dr ludwig uh, has really looked at the the model of uh, of nyu where you really just get involved in a community and expand to where you might have a couple classes in this building, a few classes Uh, in this building, housing over here. There's buildings available. That's the vision (laughs) for downtown Conroe. And, you know, things here are still relatively uh, inexpensive compared to inner city. It is. Absolutely. And, and you know, that's one of the
1: things. we, We love the Dyson Technology Park, and that may still figure in it some way for the university. But you're right. Our university and the way we connect with people on a personal level Mm-hmm. fits so naturally to downtown Conroe and how we are part of this community so it was kind of I a, like it already it was kind of a no-brainer for us to say yeah that's we think this is where we're going to be and that's where we are
2: well wonderful well we look forward to visiting with you again yeah Margie and, this is uh, great thank October you so much 20th is your ribbon cutting ribbon cutting with media chamber Who, who's who is it? Anybody? Whatever. Are you a member of the chamber yet?
1: I don't know that we are, but well, we will soon become yeah. uh, uh, a member. Yeah.
2: 11 a.m.
4: at 336 North Main right there on the corner. Uh, okay. The, uh, and are you doing your ribbon
2: cutting too? No, no. Just this Just is okay. Them, yeah. yeah.
1: So we plan to have a really uh, big opportunity for the families and everybody Good. to come out. Yeah.
2: Wonderful. Well, thank you very much. I hope much. you'll come
1: and visit with us <laughs> well, then. Martin. Yeah, I wrote it down. And All I, right. I
2: plan on it. So this show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic at 3033 West Davis. And we appreciate hearing about the University of St. Thomas. And Councilman Joukowsky, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Um, And uh, President uh, Richard Ludwig, we appreciate hearing from you.
0: Well, Thank you, Margie, and God bless you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936-666-1084 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.